Hi everyone, and welcome to the 146th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host, Brandon, and I'm here with Churro! Hey guys. Who is currently coming to us live from his Airbnb in, in where? Santa Monica? LA? Where? Santa Monica. Santa Monica! Because uh, we are recording this immediately after Chora, uh, Churro's event, event coverage of the Kingdom Hearts 3 premiere event. Premier what, event. What, are, what are we calling this, officially? The premiere event? It's called well officially it's called the Kmart's three premier invitation event. Okay. That that's what Churro's covering. Cause like I kept yeah. seeing like so many different names for it. It's like it's the Kingdom Hearts three premium event, the the pre premiere event. Yeah, I mean the premiere event is like the shorter version, but the full title is premiere invitation because it's an invite only. Yeah, it is invite mm-hmm. only. And Churro was invited, so that uh so yeah churro uh the long and the short of it is churro you got to play a certain video game what did you play uh, persona 6 whoa I, I didn't expect that at all uh nope, wh- it... what what characters are featured in persona 6 uh, the main character his name is brandon oh wow uh, that's amazing he, he, he plays a transfer student from america to japan there you go yeah. And then, uh, and then he's always perpetually hot because it's summer now. That's that's yes. that's my life. But uh, I I I heard from other people who played <laughs> that they played Kingdom Hearts three, and it featured oh, yeah. Buzz. Yeah, that was there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was there like Buzz and Woody were there, and the Rock Titan was there. Seemed like a pretty good time. It, it was a very good time. I'm very honored that Square Enix invited me to this event and and it it's funny too because i say this a lot you know i've been doing this a very long time almost 16 years and yeah i thought i've done everything that i could you know i got to meet Namara, interview him get to do launch events and stuff but i've never been invited to a premiere event you know for a game that's not even out yet that's so awesome yeah can't 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 imagine what that's like so amazing so uh, anyway, for you new folks, Kingdom Hearts Union is part of the podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and is presented by the Gaming Union Network. We release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes store, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at Cage Union. Alrighty, we have a two-segment show today. Our first segment is our Kingdom Hearts 3 event discussion, and then finally we'll end off with a question. In the way of announcements, uh, as always, if you like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash ffkhunion. Just pledge a dollar and get access to a special podcast called Please Be Excited. Our Patreon executive producers are as follows. We've got Blue Machine, who is at Blue Machine. Nahika Blawi, Lewis James, Barry Norton, who's at Nortron Zero, Chris Morales, Eric Decker, who's at Chaco Taco, Marcus Karnecki, Michael Graham, Thorin Bullen, who's at Massacre 23, Zach Duranto, who's at Z Duranto 58, Billy Jackson, who is at underscore Billy Jackson, Darren Matthews, who's at Doomster 73, Dustin Smith, Joseph Robertson, who is at Pokemon Trainer J, Josh McNabb, who's at J2K9, Keith Field, who's at The Mighty Keith, Mario Herker, Mike, Mike Shirley Donnelly, who's at Curious Quail, Muhammad Quayam, Nico Gonzalez, who's at Nick underscore Knack 95, Patrick, 
Rachel Casterton, who's at Orba Yoon Ray, Rob Porter, who's at Squirty Birdie One, Tobias Cappy, who's at the Tobias Cappy on Twitter, Tyson Wildman, who's at Ty Wildman One, Vita Nitas, who's at V underscore Tron Five Thousand, Zach Porter, who's at Porter Paradox, and Zelda Clone, who's at Apes Type Novels, and be a part of the show. Send a, your, send us your questions to KHU Questions at Gmail. Dot com. And finally, just real quick, uh, some quick things about the deep dive stream. Thank you all for coming to our uh, stream last week. We did um, uh, 358 over 2. We watched the movie. We talked about it. We laughed at a few things. Thank you all for joining. I know I haven't <laughs> uploaded the Kingdom Hearts 2 stuff yet to, to the YouTube. We'll get to that soon. It's just like, wow, that is a lot of footage. And it takes a lot of time to render, so um, uh, p- please, please be patient. As for Birth by Sleep, uh, it will most likely have to wait until after E3 because uh, everybody here at Kingdom Hearts Union is going to be too busy from now until at least until after E3. So, uh, but uh, yeah, the goal is to uh, get right back into the swing of things once uh, E3 has been uh, uh, supplanted and. <laughs> conquered so to speak so uh yeah that's uh that's pretty much everything for the deep dive stream uh if you guys want to keep up to date on that definitely follow us on twitter at at kh union and if you want to follow us on twitch we're twitch tv slash kh union all right moving on to our first segment the kingdom hearts 3 premiere event which churro went to yay along with Oh, I mean, I'm sorry if I don't sound excited because, like, I'm very tired. I'm very, like, all my energy was spent. At yeah, the to, event. to so be like, very I'm clear, just... this is a this is the day. This is the same day. You know, the, the, this is a Friday. Friday was the the premiere event for Churro. I'm calling him on a Friday night, so <laughs> this is yeah, all this is all I, the I, same day. You know, I I came to Santa Monica yesterday. You know, I'm very tired, then. I didn't get to bed till like almost midnight. And Jeez. woke up at five thirty something because yep. the embargo looked at six. Yep. And I've been up since then, and it's just like I'm just tired. I'm all my energy was spent, you know, at the event talking to people, talking to Disney executives, to Square Enix staff, to other fellow uh, influencers, contributors, fan site representatives. Yep. Just you know, just doing the whole mingle. You know, it's. I'm, I'm I'm very excited and very happy, but even though I don't sound like it, I'm just tired. Yeah, totally understandable. No worries, man. So uh, just a, a quick rundown of uh, of the facts as I know them. Churro, if I get anything wrong, please sh- be sure to pop in and let me know that I'm wrong because I'm probably wrong on mm-hmm. some of these things because, I mean, you were there. So uh, uh, first things first, there was a demo featured there that uh, had uh, basically two parts. Uh, the first part was the Olympus Coliseum section, which allowed you to fight with the Rock Titan. Uh, it seems like that was, you know, pretty much the whole boss fight of the Rock Titan. That looked pretty cool. Yeah, the very short one. Yeah, pretty yeah, short one. Short. Like 10-minute demo. Yeah, yeah, 10-minute demo, get in, get out. Um, and then also we've got the uh, Toy Story World, uh, which is called the uh, Toy Box. Is it the Toy Box or just Toy Box? Toy Box. Okay. Just toy Box. So the Toy Story world is Toy Box. 
And uh, some really interesting things about the demo is that it was fully voice acted in English. That's yep, that that's a first. Well, not a first, but it's it's a first in a long time for Kingdom Hearts three because last time we got like solid English voice acting for Kingdom Hearts three was all the way back E three. 2015 2015 just just for that one cutscene. so that's uh it's been a while since we've got it like straight for kingdom hearts 3 uh also uh it was available to be played on both ps4 and xbox one x um do you know if there were any regular xboxes there because all i've heard so far is xbox one x there were all x's and then for the ps4 there was there were mostly pros but there's like a couple Regular, regular PS4s. Okay, regular PS4s. Okay, gotcha. So that that's that's definitely interesting. I would say just personally, my guess for that is because these are unfinished builds, they want to give people playing it the best impression possible. I do I do not think that these games were running versions that have any graphical enhancements. Most likely what you guys probably had were just the regular base build, but uh, if it's running on a Pro or on an Xbox One X, it's a lot less likely to have like hitches or frame rate drops or whatever, just because they're more powerful versions of the the base console. So that's just my guess. No official word on why they chose what they chose. Uh, so other than that, uh, Link attacks were shown off. You could you could use Link attacks. Uh, obviously, the big one, uh, big announcement was Wreck It Ralph. Was there, Churro, How cool was Wreck It Ralph? At first, I didn't. It was very cool to have him, but like actually performing, it was kind of weird. Yeah, like, you have you would have to build like they have like Mario style blocks that shoot out like little lights, mm-hmm. and when you get when the heartless run into those lights, they freeze. Yeah, so you're basically you're you're basically trying to get them like to group up. Yeah, so basically your best strategy is to build like a square or a circle so you can trap them. Exactly. And when you execute the finish, Ralph just destroys it and causes yeah, a massive damage. Yeah, he destroys all the blocks. Yeah, it seems like yeah. The the whole idea of that uh, link attack is you're trying to create a trap, basically, and, and lure lure in Heartless into this trap. And then once you've got him and you you've set up all your your blocks and stuff, then it's time to you know destroy it and like execute the trap, as it were. Uh, when I saw the UI for it, it actually kind kind of reminded me a little bit of like Minecraft, like in the way that the Minecraft, yeah, the UI Minecraft is. Or, or for the current people out there, kind of like Fortnite building something. Oh yeah, yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, I guess Fortnite has the same kind of thing. So yeah, th- that that definitely looked pretty interesting. As for the light, so you're saying when the Heartless get into it. They they get stuck. Did you know? Was that like a very was that very much a hard lock? Once they're in, they're stuck and they don't go anywhere. They're stuck. They don't go anywhere. But I think. Gotcha. I think you still you can still attack them and do damage. Okay, and good. Kill them that way. Because I could see or you that. Can just execute the finisher. Yeah, I could see that being very useful. Like just just talking like <laughs> like speed run strats kind of things. Like being able to lock heartless in place. Like that is that is awesome. Like I'm just remembering back from you know having just played through Kingdom Hearts two, uh, that was actually something that I really liked about Chicken Little in the beginning was that 
Uh, he has that attack that sort of uh, calls the Heartless towards Sora and, and gets them all in a big clump, kind of like a Magnega sort of effect. Yeah, I was going to say that. So, like, having having a Link attack that can do that, that seems very useful. So, uh, as for the Link attacks, how are they triggered? Are they just in the menu and you select them and you can choose which one you just want? Just in the menu and select okay. them because, like, there's... Because on it just follows this, you know. You, you know how when you push the magic shortcut, you know, the yeah, different yeah, settings. Yeah. It's like a different button does a different thing. Like you could do like a rush where like Ralph will do like a shoulder tackle. Gotcha. And then then you have like the A button, like the attack button is uh, who you build it, and then mm-hmm. then you have uh, one other. Kind of, I think the try. I mean the triangle or the Y command Y button. You know, executes the finisher, which is when Ralph destroys it, and then I think LB is like to cancel the entire thing altogether if you gotcha. don't want to keep them summoned. Okay, so uh, yeah, so so that's that's the way Ralph is, and then Ariel. Uh, it seems like for hers, once she's out, you're constantly like diving in and out of the ground, and then creating like these. Uh, these spots where fountains get summoned out of and like uh, i think tayasua said like the, the whole like inspiration behind it was like disney water shows where they have all these fountains that shoot up and it's all about like yeah. trying to make this beautiful thing the thing i thought was interesting is that during that whole you know summon event is that the original kingdom hearts one uh, battle theme for Atlantica plays, and it was like, man, long time no here. It's like that was a yeah. uh, that's it's been a while since we've we've had the battle theme, so that's cool. So of the two uh, link commands, well, there's which, actually which, a third. Oh, there is a third. There's actually a third. In the Her- in the Hercules demo, you have the meow wow link command. Oh right, right, right. Interesting. Yeah, I, d- I haven't in seen case- really anyone talk about that one. Yeah, the funny thing is, I didn't I didn't do it in my playthrough, but in my second playthrough of Hercules, I summoned it in basically what you see in the uh, the D two three trailer. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. uh, the Japan one, like basically meow, like Sora's on meow one, it's like normal size, but when you bounce, he grows in size, and then when you execute the finisher, he you know he does the flip and then he explodes, and all the Dreamers come out and do the uh, massive AOE damage. Sweet. Uh, did you notice any other like? side uh benefits of, of any of these link attacks because like you know i'm thinking just back with kingdom hearts 2 and the summons like um like for example stitch will restore uh mp you know there are various uh ones that'll like take care of your hp a little bit as well like did you notice any of any benefits like that like did any buffs or anything no, i didn't i didn't notice any, anything like okay that. i think it's just like straight just out attack text. okay gotcha gotcha okay so uh i guess other than that like of the three since since you since you have controlled all three uh which which one do you feel is the most useful uh, out of using them all i think usefulness Mm -hmm. when you put it that way i would say goes to uh ralph because Mm -hmm. since you're mainly fighting the partless at a time yeah, and building these blo- I mean, building these blocks which you can stack on each other, you know, will cause them to stop moving. So it's yeah. like you have the advantage to either keep them there and then try to fight the like if you're having trouble with a certain group, you can just 
keep them in place while you take care of like a couple other ones and then, gotcha. so, and then have either ralph if you have if you're short on time with the meter you can just have ralph execute the finisher and deal damage with them anyways so okay sounds cool and then in and terms then, but, of like what what is the like, most fun i think meow wow because bouncing on meow wow is pretty fun <laughs> that's cool and just just hearing his little me his little cry that's cool so it's just like I can't. And Sora's just so happy to like ride up. Just the look on his face is just yeah. so smiling. Yeah, I can't wait to to see more of that. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, it was pretty interesting because yeah, in the in the Hercules demo, Sora was still wearing his uh, his Kingdom Hearts two outfit. So yeah, I guess at some point between Hercules and Toy Story, he gets the the new the new duds. But uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what that's all about. Yeah, because I'm sure he won't get the new duds, so he actually meets Hercules. So yeah, but basically, because yeah. basically, like the the world as we see it is starts out like just him, you know, on you know, on the probably you know, in, on the base of Mount Olympus, trying to make his way upward. So that's right. Oh yeah. So in terms of uh, that that boss fight, it was just Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Hercules wasn't involved in it, right? No, just yeah, just Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Kay? Gotcha. So this. Uh, so the Rock Titan may very well be like one of the first bosses you fight in in Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. three, just because it's like you know Olympus Coliseum's the first world, and then Sora's still in his Kingdom Hearts two outfit. So yeah, it seems like yeah. that might be one of the first ones you fight. Yeah, and and basically it's a straightforward fight too because it teaches you how to wall run. It teaches it teaches you how to do the attraction flow too as yeah. well. Yeah, I guess that's kind so. of similar in a way to Dream Drop Distance where the first thing that you fight is uh, Ursula. Mm-hmm. So it might be kind of like that. So uh, yeah, I guess uh, moving on from there, uh, there was also wall running in the game. Speaking of Rock Titan, that's like one of the first things you do is run up a, a sheer rock wall. Uh, how did you feel about the uh, about the wall running? How did it feel to control? It feels weird at first because like you think it's like for, like free movement that you can run in like all directions, like like mm. on a joystick. Yeah. But in reality, it's not like that because you because since you're running up, you just you, when you move left, you move left, and if you do diagonal, he he doesn't move diagonally up and down the rock. It's yeah. Just up down left right. So you yeah. have boulders just falling, you know, in a pattern. You know, trying to. And then you just left and then walk right all the way to the left away from it and then go up, continue going upward. So it's kind of like a giant, like little, kind of like a snake type of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. N- yeah, yeah, so, I get so. yeah, when I was seeing footage of it, I definitely saw some people like struggling with it. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, kind of, it's- it kind of made me feel like I would love to have like a, a dodge left or a dodge right. Well, because when you play it, people think that it's like Dream Drop Distance. You just float motion up the thing, but yeah, it's yeah. not like that. It's, it's not. You're literally running left and right. And yeah, yeah. yeah, which which kind of makes me, yeah, that, that that's kind of why I would like some sort of like a quick dodge button. Almost like the in Kingdom Hearts 2, there's the, the aerial dodge movement command. Like that kind of like a dodge roll, but moving either left or right, depending on the button. I don't know. Uh, but I, I mean, again, this is still this is still pre-release. We don't we don't know how they might change it. And I've definitely like, from what I've heard, in terms of like uh, critiques, wall running is definitely one of the things that have ha- has been a little bit like uh, 
more uh, ha- has more mixed feelings than than some of the other things. But still, like for for the most well, part, well, it seems like it's fun. My my biggest surprise is that it's not because like, like when we saw the earlier trailers, we always thought it was just going to be like that section of yeah. It's know, not just that Mount it's, Olympus, but it's, it's actually of part of. It's, I think it's pretty much going to be in the game because like when you're in a Andy's room, the entire yep. room is run up a bowl. Like you can mm-hmm. literally run up the wall. You can run up the bed because because you need to run up the wall to get out to get out out the window and yep. continue on the thing. So how and, um, how how free uh, or I, I guess I should say how many you know what percentage of surfaces seem like they are run upable in like uh, across the game that you've played so far like because it, it seems like it it, it is it is a lot of, it seems like it's a lot of places but it's not everything it, it's it's a lot of places yeah um, like like. Uh, like I, defi- I definitely, I definitely, I definitely saw a lot in Toy Story, but in Hercules, oh, for yeah. example, I saw like, you know, there's some more like uneven surfaces. Those weren't yeah, but, shiny, and they didn't seem like you would run up those. It seems like pretty much it's mainly, it has to be kind of flat to be run upable. Yeah, flat, and basically like anywhere you see treasure chests, you know, there's going to be a part where you can run up it or or near yeah. it, so you can jump across. And the, or if you get stuck in like there's like a little chaz in there that you fight heartless and then yeah. you just run up the wall to get out and then toy story it's like everywhere like in yeah. the room <laughs> like so many places the galaxy toys or you can run up the walls you can you can even run up like but the city of display is you know it's just yeah every, it's just there you know it's just like road running is like the new like warp yeah i fifteen. so yeah it it definitely seems cool and like i don't know about you churro but when i see wall running in a kingdom hearts game i just think just let me play deep dive just let me play deep dive (laughs) you're 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 like built they're like building in everything that deep dive had in it into the gameplay and i'm just like come on guy Come on, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me, Namora. Well, Brandon, you got to remember one thing. When we were at the developer panel, uh, Yusui and Namora said they do listen to our videos. They do listen to our podcasts. All right. All right. Anybody, anybody who's anybody at Square Enix, uh, I humbly request to you, please, please put put in Deep Dive. Make it playable. I know I know you guys are constantly avoiding remaking 358 over 2 because you think nobody's going to buy that. But I would buy just deep dive. I would if you sold if you sold playable deep dive and it was literally just the same play length, three minutes and five seconds. I would pay sixty bucks for that. Yes, only I am. You. <laughs> yes, only me. But I I personally would pay sixty bucks for it. So just saying it. So uh, yeah. Um, now so, something to know about the these wall running. And this whole wall running mechanic is that uh, the way this is indicated to you is that there are these like kind of looks like like a waterfall going up, yeah, sort of effect. Yeah, it's like a this white rising thing to sort of indicate to you, yeah, you can run up this. How did you feel about seeing that on everything as you walked up to it? I was like, wow, there's a lot of them. Yeah. I'll say just for me, I personally really dislike it, and I I dislike it so Maybe much it that be an option I, I think it should be an, I think it should be an option, and 
now I don't know how how uh, ubiquitous it is because I, I obviously I haven't played it yet. But Churro, did it, did it seem to you at least that pretty much any surface that was flat was run upable, or at least let's say hypothetically speaking, you know, based off of only what you've played, assuming that they shut off that ability. Or, or shut off that uh that that shiny indicator. indicator. Yeah, if assuming they shut off that indicator, would you still be able to know like like intuitively? Oh, that's that surface looks flat. I'll, I'm gonna go run up that. Do you think that would be enough? Um, it would be enough, but then like you're gonna get like everybody trying to run up everything. You're gonna try to guess. Yeah. I I mean, for me personally, it just seems like the general idea of it is that if it's a vertical surface and it's you know flat you can run up it that that to me seemed to be what the situation was and in the case of hercules uh there just happened to be a lot more uneven surfaces so yeah obviously Sora's not going to be running up that because that's that's uneven but if it's like a, a sheer drop flat surface of a wall i'm gonna expect to be able to run up that so i don't know that's just me so i i I personally think that and again i haven't played it but from what i've seen of what people played it i think that the level design itself is indicative enough to me that i feel like i would be comfortable with it off true when you having played just this part do you think if other parts of the game, even if you haven't been to it yet, if you had this indicator shut off, do you think you'd be fine? Um, probably not, because like the grand scale of things with this, with how wards are to, mm-hmm. now, I think it's going to be a lot harder to understand what to, you know, run up a pole and what to not. So I think, I think it's, I think I would say it's necessary for at least your first playthrough. Mm-hmm. But I think after that, you should be able to, like, to turn it off to make it more kind of challenging for you. Yeah. I think for me, I just hate it so much, I want them to shut it off. <laughs> or at least give me the that, option and I'll, that, I'll turn it off. Or that or make it, you know, a little less, you know, obtrusive when you're playing. Yeah. I just... Because you, know? yeah. you know how, you know, there's, you know some games that, mm-hmm. like, like for example, Uncharted. Like, you know, Uncharted obviously has... Oh, yeah, it has the, yel- the yellow ledges. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. you know that it's you know grabbable and yeah, climbable. So Mirror, like... Mirror's Edge has a similar thing where uh, things that are supposed to be along your route they'll turn red, and yeah, it, 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 they call it runner's vision or whatever. But uh, that that's also disableable. I'm totally fine though if it's something that you have to like go into the options menu and turn off. But I, I would personally prefer it off then on because just for me just looking at it it kind of makes everything look like it's in like the hollow deck or something like it's this is not the toy story world this is just a projection of the toy story world and it kind of takes me out of it a little bit so that's just my thing so again like for me like art things that's a big deal for me so that's why this is a big deal for me so i don't know i don't know if it's such a big deal that i'll complain but if they ask me my honest opinion and I have played it, I'll be like, well, you know, it'd be kind of nice if I could turn that off, though. <laughs> this is yeah. me, though. Anyway, 
So uh, other than that, uh, oh yeah, attraction flow. So attraction flow is a big deal in this demo, especially with the the Rock Titan. Uh, you know, because you know, as we've seen, like all the way back in 2013, the Rock Titan uh, allows you to use the Magic Mountain Railroad. What is what do they call it in this game? Magic uh, Thunder. Big Magic Mountain. Big Magic Mountain. So they got the Magic Mountain thing. Look, it's Big Thunder Mountain from from Disneyland slash Disney World. So you get on a train, but, uh, yeah, this time, now that we finally get to see a, a, a more complete version of this, uh, it's really cool. Like it, it has this whole, like, like fireworks segment to it as well. Yeah. Like, basically when you're writing it, you shoot fireworks to deal damage at the rock Titan. And that's awesome. there's like a scripted event where like at certain points, rock Titan will try to punch the train and you have to, deal enough damage to the hand to you know knock it off so that you yeah. can continue writing it so. so as as for the the big thunder mountain thing i know well i haven't seen it i've only seen it with regards to the rock titan that's the only place i've ever seen this were you able to control the route that the train goes on at all or is no, it a, it's, it's, it's a specific route it's like a, a specific route okay it's like I played I played the demo twice and it did the exact same thing twice. Gotcha. So when you're actually on the train, what is it that you control? You you control the crosshairs from where the fireworks. Okay. So will there's go. a crosshair and you're shooting fireworks. Gotcha. So yeah, because basically, how the fight plays out is that you once you reach the top of where the rock train is, you have to do damage to both its, its legs to knock it down. Mm-hmm. Then you scale up the rock titan towards its head, in which you can actually manually attack it yourself, or yep. you press triangle to activate Big Magic Mountain, which uses you know that those commands, you know, the attraction flow, and then the fireworks will continuously you know do damage when you you know hit it, and then when the hands come to stop you, you shoot the hands, which you know it doesn't destroy it, but it just knocks it back so that it prevents it from dealing damage towards you. And then you have about like I think forty-five seconds or maybe a minute mm-hmm. to uh, deal as much damage as you can, so that you when once it counts down, you press triangle and it does the um, the final like damage to it. Like, which you because from based on when I was playing, like I did it like, when it's like one bar left and it just defeated it like automatically. Yeah, like that. So it deals like massive damage for. That's like the big it's big attack yeah i would say that like uh this does so, so the way it's triggered right is that it, it's similar to you know like in 0.2 where you know you, you fight a certain amount of stuff and then you know in your combo as you're building up your combo you're sort of charging that little meter that's above your command deck and then eventually you'll have the option with triangle to trigger it is that the way these attraction flow things no, work no i'm trying to like there's certain circumstance that oh so it's occurs, circumstance like, based so this is more like a reaction command like from kingdom hearts 2 yeah okay yes yeah, because like it, it only activates once you knock down the right t- rock titan and you scale its body towards its head gotcha when, when, when you because when you land on the head part you're off to the side but if you like go towards more like the center where the He's looking down on you. That's where the the trigger has you press it. Gotcha. It automatically initiates it, and then you at any time you can press triangle to do the to do the finale. But during that time, you have a scripted event of 
got you know all the way around all, all around the rock titan shooting the fireworks dealing damage more damage towards him gotcha what about some of the other attraction flows because i know there were things like the mad teacups and the there's like this water ride that is like a, i didn't i didn't activate the water ride i did uh-huh. the um i did the the rocket one okay. with the william buzz on it yeah and that one basically like like you see in the d23 trailer yeah um they leap on it then you you're free then you you that one you free control you can freely control where you're That's going cool. Then you then you press like the attack button and you do a die on the enemy and then you just control it back up and then the final attack is when you press triangle like they'll they'll, they'll do like a they do like a loop and then they'll jump off and let the rocket just but rocket like homes in on the target that you choose and they'll just gotcha. explode and do massive damage. How how and do you the magic, mm-hmm. how, how, the do you, how do you trigger have, those? How, how do you trigger those uh, attraction flows? How do those come up? Those just came up like randomly on the thing, like after okay. like because I would build up like the the meter, and then all of a sudden, yeah. like I would have the command there. Okay. So like the 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 rocket uh one would occur in Galaxy Toys, but when you're in a uh, in room, it became the the mad teacups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the mad with the mad teacups, you can actually basically you just you just ram. It's kind of like a bumper car thing, so you just control yeah. where you control where the cups are going, and then. When you hit the triangle button, it puts all three cups together, kind of like you see in the trailers, and you yeah. just spin around doing damage. That's cool. So, yeah, it definitely seems like um, they're also a little bit on the, you know, they're conscious of their location. Like, they're, they're only going to let you trigger certain ones where it makes sense, like in terms of location. They're not going to let you choose them willy-nilly. Yeah, because the, the rocket one kept activating, like, constantly. Yeah, 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 that's cool. So, yeah. so that was the nice thing about it. Plus, um, and not just the treasure flow, you also got like the uh, the form changes too. Like, yep. In the Hercules world, you can do second form, but that's the only thing you can really do. Yeah, because so you're currently you would, um, just just wearing the Kingdom Hearts two outfit, so maybe that's why. Yeah. So basically, if you're just going on the power of Kingdom Hearts two Sora and Kingdom Hearts one Sora, yeah, abilities basically before you you know get the you know the new power-ups and stuff gotcha. so that's really that's a really neat thing too plus it's weird too because you press triangle like to activate sonic rave and then you gotta because you in kingdom hearts 2 final mix in kingdom hearts 2 right actually in final mix you yeah you keep pushing triangle to activate the sonic rave but here you press triangle to activate it and you gotta press the attack button to activate it. and i keep oh. messing up because i keep thinking triangle interesting so, so yeah you, you press it to, you press it to activate but then you're your actual combo itself, like your regular attack, that's the Sonic Rave. Yeah. Okay. And then gotcha. um, there's that's new. And then also uh, the another tracking flow, the pirate ship. Yeah. Activated I, I when saw I was that. in a. Yeah, and I would activate when you're outside of Eddie's house. Yeah, it and seems like yeah, that would need a big area. And basically, it just it just teeters back and forth. They also like you only get two prompts, A and X, and when you press it right, the the pirate ship will start moving swinging faster and then after a while it just like dissolves and goes away and then and then when you press the finishing command it'll like it'll spin around you know consecutively during the damage and kind of disappear okay cool um one of the one of the, one of the nice things that i enjoyed much is having to choose three keyblades on the fly yeah how, explain explain how that works with uh changing keyblades 
Well, you know how in Kingdom Hearts 2 you can change the menu by turning left, left or yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's an arrow right next to where the attack button is. You press right on the D-pad. It'll say the name of the next Keyblade. Like, I'll say Infinity Badge for the Toy Story one or Smiling Smiley something for the um, Monsters, Inc. one. Mm-hmm. And then there's Ever After, which is the, the Tangle Keyblade. And gotcha. It'll, once you press it, it'll switch to the next one, and then you can actually start doing their, that combo and activate that. So it was only you know. it was only those. So, so we we're in the Toy Story area. It was only those three Keyblades. Yeah, it was only okay. those three. That's, that's keyblades. interesting. So, so not even Kingdom Key. No. Nope. Maybe, maybe it's um. Oh, okay. So this is this is a question I had. Were you able to access the the menu at all when you press the pause? Pause button. No, because the only thing you could access was like the, the control sticks, like you want okay, to invert okay. it or invert it. And then you can still skip cutscenes too. Okay. That's cool. Pause it and skipping it. The nice thing about it is too is when you activate like like links or or uh like commands, like you can press like I think it's square or whatever button it was to actually skip the sequence and go right right to it. So like if oh, you cool. summon like Ralph or Ariel, like you'll you press the button, you'll skip the summon animation and go right to the battle again oh cool so you don't have to keep watching it every single time that's that's awesome yeah exactly okay so uh yeah i guess maybe for the keyblades maybe that's like a keyblade shortcut menu but uh, like maybe you can like set certain keyblades to be on that menu just so it's not cluttered because I can't understand why there wouldn't be a kingdom key there, but I mean, again, this is this is a demo, so like one thing everybody should note is that like there's a lot of abilities and things that are turned on for this demo that you will not have at the the various times of this game. Like in well, plus we all plus we all know the kingdom key, you know, too well. Like they wanted us to try the new key. Yeah. Button, so yeah. So yeah, there's like there's no way that in the Toy Story world, you're going to have access to Rapunzel stuff, at least at the beginning of the Toy Story world, because we, we all know that the Toy Story world is in the first th- uh, like three or so worlds of Kingdom Hearts 3. like It's in the first set of worlds, but Rapunzel is later, so you're not going to have the Rapunzel Keyblade yet. So, yeah, there's obviously a lot of stuff that's turned on that sh- should not be turned on yet, so that's uh, that, that's interesting to note. Uh, I guess uh, other than that, um, yeah, uh, wh- I guess one of the most notable things about uh, like the Toy Story world, for example, is just how massive it is. Like, can you talk about like some of the oh, scale yeah. of, of this world and like how it compares to prior games? Like, it, it just seems so big. It, it was huge, let me tell you, like, and the nice thing is, there's like really no loading times. Like you know yeah. how you would one area, then you would have to clear it, and then you go to another area, then you got to wait for loading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in Toy Story, it's like you start off with the you know first floor, then once you clear the enemies, it's like you go straight to the second floor. There's no loading time to go up there. Either. Yeah, seems like yeah, pretty much so most of Galaxy Toys is just completely seamless. And uh, something nice thing is too that yeah, that transition from cutscene to gameplay it's seamless it's like yeah kind of like how like a, a uncharted it's like after a cutscene you know like the camera will you know like zoom, zoom out back yeah you know so then you regain control of your character so everything's seamless and also 
it looks like from this build, the text bubbles are gone. So like, for example, once you take control of Sora and Andy's room, uh, Woody and Buzz are standing in the middle of the room. And then when you talk to Woody, he'll just have the words appear on screen and he'll actually talk to you. That's awesome. You know, like, so it's, it's that, all that, that's another interesting aspect is that, um, uh, kind of like with 0.2 is as you're walking around the world, uh, you know, your characters actually have chatter. Like they'll be talking and commenting on things. Yeah. Like what was yeah, that? When like? I was, uh, it was really responsive. Like, like besides like, uh, battle quotes, you know, like I'll hear like Woody says, you know, it's, you know, it's my turn or whatever. There's a, like if there's some that you're like you're an event and the fan turns on every now and then like you i heard what you say like you gotta you gotta run towards the fan when it's off yeah so, so he'll, yeah, he'll, they'll, actually give they'll tell hits. you things that's cool and, and it's and they also have the uh Fantasy 15 effect so like if you're running at full speed and you run into your party member so will do like a dodge like that's to cool. the left of them so like so they know that they have their own physical boundaries yeah so they they're not constantly like bumping into each other or anything i guess we won't mm-hmm. i guess maybe it'll be a lot harder to do like what we were doing back in the the old days if you have goofy goofy on a ledge you can sort of like nudge him off and not come off oh that's great i guess you can't really do that in kingdom hearts 3 so much so other than that um uh, overall, how did you feel? Not getting into any like real specifics. How did you feel about the story of uh, of the Toy Story world? Since that's the one that had the story in it. Uh, do you want me to do like like just spoilers? Just what I've seen. Uh, no, 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 no spoilers. Just uh, impressions. How did you feel about it? I loved it. Like it brought back the charm that the original Kingdom Mars had because. In Kingdom Hearts 1, when you go to, like, each new Disney world, like, you see the conflict within. It makes you want to be a part of it. You care about these characters. Kingdom Hearts 2 kind of made it as afterthought. It made it feel like they're a chore than anything. Definitely. When when you load up, like, the toy box world and, you know, you automatically, you know, you 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 defeat the first set of heartless and then it's like, then they start explaining to you what's going on and, you know, what's going on with their friends, what's going on, and then... You know, you see the you see Sora really wanting to help them, and then they're be kind of like distant with you because you know they think you're a part of it, and and um, and Sora tries really hard to you know say, "Hey, I'm on your side." You know, it's like you want it makes you feel like you're a part of that world. You know, that's awesome. You're, it brings back that Disney charm. You and it's you know even though the the cutscenes were really long, but it was it still makes you feel like you're trying to you're 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 doing something about it this time. Yeah, and how ha- how do you feel about uh speaking specifically about Sora, Donald and Goofy, how how is their relationship uh you know, treated throughout this? Because I feel like a lot of times, uh you know, like I guess the biggest example would be Kingdom Hearts two is that when they got to a Disney World, it was like Sora, Donald, and Goofy kind of took a back seat, <laughs> and it's really just let's let's watch the Disney movie get re reinterpreted. Like, how is Sora, Donald, well, and Goofy in this? Well, they're they're fighting center now because you know because 
we all know everything's changed now. We all know their war is approaching. Yep. They can't take a back seat anymore. They got to be like they had, like once they hear what's going on and why the heartless are there, like they know what's going on. You know, yeah. Thor is charging in him first this time, but also the relationship with each other is, you know, a lot better now. Like they'll, um, they'll like crack jokes at each other during cutscenes. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, they'll they're not afraid to make fun of each other. Yeah. And uh, how about their banter, like, within the world as you're playing? Because, you know, we have this character banter now during gameplay. Do they have banter with each other as well? At times. Yeah. There's a there's a scene where you hit a helium tank. Yeah. And it changes the pitch of Sora's voice. And you can actually fight with the pitch for a while. Like, it goes on. <laughs> and then, at, at, you know, Goofy will comment saying, like, go on, Sora, your voice has changed. Oh, that's good. Like, like they'll 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 react to what's going on with Sora, so it's kind of nice to see that. That's awesome. But like it's but like it's not like mindless banter like Fifteen has. So sometimes Fifteen gets really random with their banter, like just yeah, to have not, them say so something, just based. to say something. Yeah, yeah. So okay. we'll have. I mean, even though it's one area, we still have to see how it is. Yeah, yeah, of course. So uh, I guess other than that, uh. uh in terms of uh, overall uh, impressions of the the Toy Story world, you're 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 very up on it, I guess. Oh yeah, I I I can't wait to see. I mean, you once you get the like Galaxy Toys, like the the plot just like unfolds right in front of you. Like yeah, you know, I it seems really interesting and, and mysterious and like. Yeah, it seems pretty tense. And you just want to find out why, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it's because like we all know what's going. You know, we all know what these organization, you know, members are doing what they're doing. So like, you know, now you're trying to get the bottom of it. You know, like you, you saw in the trailer that you. Know, I mean, I don't think it's really a spoiler because it's in the trailer already. Yeah. From D two three last year, mm-hmm. that you know they North, you know, figuring out why the hearts of these dolls move. You know. And, yep. He tells Sora straight out, you know, we're missing the darkness. We must reclaim. So you're trying to figure out why these toys have some sort of relevance towards what, you know, they're trying to reclaim. Yeah, it's kind of similar to in Dream Drop Distance, how, you know, they were mucking around with uh, Pinocchio's world. And it's kind of the same thing. Pinocchio has a heart. Why is that? So makes sense. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that, that's pretty much the 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 demo as far as I know it. Unless you have anything else, but uh, I guess other than that, the big news uh, from the event is that uh, sometime early next month, that's when we're hearing that the release date is finally going to get revealed. As uh, far as Namor is concerned, uh, I don't know about you, Churro, but I'm thinking it's probably the concert. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's it's funny. I, I've had people say. I've had people tell me, oh, it's not going to be E3. I'm like, well, E3 is the prelude. I mean, the concert is. Yeah. <laughs> everything everything at the concert, that's that's their stuff for E3. Like, that's kind yeah, of the point. The concert's all Kingdom Hearts. So basically, it's going to happen there. It, yeah. If it's, if if it's any, not if the concert, concert. Yeah. If it's not the concert, then it's going to be there. Because, oh, yeah. Also, uh, by the way, news uh, Square Enix is going to have their first press conference that they've had since uh you know this is their first press conference that they're gonna have since 2015 
So it's not really a press conference, more like a it's oh, yeah, like there's a like Nintendo a direct. Yeah, like a Nintendo Direct, but it's it, it's still something, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could consider the Kingdom Hearts concert kind of a press events in a way. But I mean, I mean, I mean it's supposed to be a celebration, but last year, yeah. if anything to go by, you know, you know, Namara's got something big for it because it's it's all Kingdom Hearts, you know, exactly. There's no reason not to have it there, you know, it fits exactly. so well. Like, why why would you put this in the mix of other games being shown off, being really being announced, mm-hmm. where you can have it where Kingdom Hearts is the main focus? Exactly. Why 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 do it any other way? So. Yeah, can't wait. So in in less than a month, Churro, we're gonna know when Kingdom Hearts three is gonna come out, and that feels. I'm, really I'm ready. Weird. I got my, I got my concert ticket. I got my E three pass. That's I'm awesome. ready. Yep, sounds good. And uh, I guess other than that, just a minor thing is uh, uh, kind of an update uh, to stuff we were talking about before is that the device that Sora is carrying uh, now in Kingdom Hearts three is called the Mobile Portal. Uh, within that mobile portal, that's where you can access the classic kingdom. It also has like many, many functions. It's not just games. Um, I guess like it's the clo- the closest thing you can have to like a smartphone. So, uh, and, and they kind of joke that maybe Jiminy's going to be out of a job soon or something like that. Like, but uh, Jiminy's yeah. journal, Jiminy's journal is in the game though. They did say that that you can access the classic kingdom either through the mobile portal or through Jiminy's journal. So Jiminy is not out of a job. He just might be out of a job eventually. So mm-hmm. we we will see. So uh, yeah, I guess that pretty much wraps up our event discussion. Uh, for our question today, uh, this one comes from Joseph Robertson. He asks. Uh, I was wondering how the time travel situation introduced in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance relates to Luke Sword, uh, who controls time. (laughs) Is he is his control time specified? Can he time travel? If so, why is Zehanort's Heartless required to grant his younger his younger and complete self time travel powers? So like I, I truly believe that I truly believe that Luke Sword is a very different time. Yeah. I mean, basically, well, well, well Young Jay not already said that anybody can time travel. Yeah, so that's it's not just that is one thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll also so, point out that the, the there's only one situation which Luke Sword has control over, quote unquote, time. But he in that situation he never time travels, and the only time is during his boss fight. And the way he talks about it is, uh, uh, the first to run out of time is the loser. And the way I took that was less he has control over time or time travel. It was more like he controlled the clock that was the whole basis of the game that they were playing. I think it's more than... Maybe because maybe like his specific thing is like a game, and then within that, yeah, because he's not, you know, games have time limits so. exactly. So, like, his whole thing was he was the gambler, <laughs> right? So, like, I think that's the, what the time was that he was referring to. Because the only like quote unquote magic related to his time was that there were some cards that have clocks on it, and if you hit it, then your time, like, your time limit goes up, like, you have you have more time. I, on the I think clock. it's more of a to me, I think it's more of a gameplay. Yeah, I would agree. Reference because because basically you're controlling 
Sora's time. So basically, it's just more of a yeah. Sora, I guess I guess Sora. it's more of a, a limit of the English language. He controls the time on the clock. He doesn't control time itself. That said, he is he is a magical guy. Like he he's got these crazy cards that he can summon out of nowhere and make grow and expand and shrink and he can turn you into a card or turn you into a dice. Like he's got magic, but it doesn't seem to be of the time traveling variety. Uh I would say Pete on the other hand, <laughs> that's the guy you got to worry for because all he all it took for him to quote unquote time travel was for him to be in that like ruined castle in uh, Hollow Bastion, and then he was like, "Oh, what would I give to go back to the good old days?" And then a door appears behind him, and he can suddenly go back in time to the Timeless River. I think yep. Pete's the one you got to worry about because all he's got to do is complain, and then he can time travel. He's the real <laughs> issue. Uh, but uh, you know, there there are people that first Pete's the final three boss. Yeah, there you go. But there's a lot of people that think that it's not... He didn't actually time travel. What he did was somehow he summoned a door that let him go to a sleeping version of that world. And it only appears to be the past. It wasn't actually the past. So that's just... That's the only way I could think of an explanation for it. But oh well. So uh, yeah, that uh, that pretty much wraps up our our show for today. Our music for this episode is a cover of Sora's theme. This is a uh, hard rock and metal cover by Garrick Wheeler on YouTube. So definitely check him out. Uh, and our next episode of Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the fifth of June. Whoa, that is that is a scare, scary close. date. It is a scary date for me because it's like, wow, E3 is going to be right around the corner at that point. So that's exciting. Uh, And as always, if you guys like the show, please consider, uh, uh, please support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. And uh, definitely subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes store. Just search for Kingdom Hearts and we're number one. And... Of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com or or uh, Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at KHUnion. That's right. And uh, if you guys have any questions, please send them to KHUQuestions at gmail.com. All right, man. It is it is that time. It's I, I w- This was a long time coming, man, because like, it, it's been a while since we've had like proper news, but then... Like bam! Now they just everything just got dumped on us. Yeah, so and, I would I would say did, yeah. I'm not kind of interested with no more did say at our developer panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did challenge the YouTubers and streamers about the sudden flood of information coming out soon. So oh. we'll have to see what he meant by that. Yeah, he he uh, he he definitely alluded to there being like a big uh, a big event. Uh, you know, a big event coming soon that there's going to be a lot of news coming out of that. And like, um, actually one of the things that he said, uh, he was a little bit surprised about was that, uh, apparently Wreck-It Ralph was not supposed to, maybe not supposed to be in this demo, but, Oh, there he is. Well, I guess Wreck-It Ralph's in the game. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, apparently Wreck-It Ralph wasn't supposed to be announced till E3, but he was. And then, uh, yeah, so 
but that's not that's not all that's going to be announced. So th- there seems to be quite a lot, and like pretty much everything. Every time no more gets asked a question that he can't answer, he's like, "Oh, probably say it next month." <laughs> like it's 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 real direct and out there. So that's uh that is exciting. Not to mention Utada's new album's out next month. So oh, yeah, I'm excited for that one. Like we don't know when Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out, but man, it is uh it's getting close and it's getting scary close. So can't wait till all this uh all this finally settles and comes out and man, it's gonna be exciting year, Churro. I'm ready ready. You know, this was a little little sample of the wine, as they say. Exactly. You know? It's just a, just an appetizer. I can't wait to have the full glass. Exactly, the full bottle. <laughs> More like it. exactly just all all in one gulp yeah and then not to, not to mention like we live in an era of dlc so like th- that that bottle is not not the end of it <laughs> you know most likely you need to buy another bottle exactly 99 bottles of kingdom hearts 3 on the wall that's kind of how there I you feel. go so uh yeah uh i think it's uh time to say goodbye so say goodbye to all right, bye guys. Uh, thank you for listening, and um, always thank you for your support. You know, and again, I just want to say thank you to Square Enix for inviting me to this event and giving me a once in a lifetime chance of playing much three early. And it's real, guys. It's real. It's, it's coming. It's real. It's and great, and it's definitely worth the wait. And guess what, Chiro? The Xbox what? version is real. Wow. <laughs> Let me tell you, the Xbox version played. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. Like I just had to get used to the control scheme on the exactly. controller. Other yeah. than that, it played just fine. Exactly. It, I don't get this whole PS4 rules, Xbox rules, and switches somewhere out there. It's you know what? It runs just fine. Don't worry about it. If you're an Xbox guy, you know it still runs fine. You'll still enjoy it. Exactly. Don't worry about it. No worries. So uh, anyway. I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production.